This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk. And here we go. Okay, I got one question, and I think this is just from being a football fan. Who has the best football fans? And I mean, like, the best at being the worst. Ah. See, I... It's a, it's a it's a it's a complicated question because I feel like um, you can't you can't really separate them, right? Because the the fan that's passionate about you winning is also passionate about you losing. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yes. So so as a player, right? Our relationship with our fans is. Um, First of all, it's always positive in the sense that you need a fan base to support you, right? When the stadium is packed of people that are cheering for you, it's a different environment than playing in a stadium that's packed for fans that are against you. Sure. Right? So so the, the relationship is always positive because you, you want as many fans as you can get. Right, you 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 love the support, and and as a player, you're out and about in your city, and and fans are coming up to you, and they're talking to you, and they're 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 talking about the game, and they want autographs and all that stuff, and that's great. But it's those same fans that are equally passionate about you that when you lose, they want answers. Okay. Right. Right. That you're out and about, and I fumbled on the on the two yard line. Um, and I was with uh, whatever team I was with, Northwestern, the Bears, Philadelphia. They want answers. And they're equally as pissed about your fumble as you are. If not more pissed, right? Because, you know, you're disappointed because obviously, let's say it cost you the game. They're disappointed because it cost them their feelings, Right. Yeah, you yeah. cost me the loss. Now I got to go in Monday morning and listen to Doug talk about how bad Philadelphia is because you fumbled, right? Because we lost, and he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers, and and you know he's just going to keep talking. It's going to be all week long, and now we're going to miss the playoffs. And so, so it's an interesting relationship because there's no other relationship like sports and the athletes and their fans. There's no other sport where there's no other event, I guess, that you watch and you're rooting for your team so passionately that when they win, you win. Yeah. So as high as the wins are, is as low as the losses are. Oh, okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. So so for fans who have been a fan of a team, they they're a fan before you. Right, and they will be a fan after you, because that's their team, right? So, when I was when we played Iowa, Iowa's fans are the the sidelines probably five or six yards wide. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's only oh. five or six yards wide. I mean, it's not it's not far. It's not long. It's not like the fans are way far away. And there's a wall, and they're literally right on top of you. Like our the the benches are right there, so you can hear them. And they're right there. Okay. So, so, 
you know, they're bashing of us, they're yelling out things, they're saying things, they're obnoxious, they, you know, they love their Hawkeyes. That's it. So, because I'm an opposing player, they're definitely not going to like me if I'm doing well. Right? They're definitely going to be like, well, you suck. You know, they're, they're going to they're gonna let me have it. Right? So, as a player, I got to respect that, one, they're Iowa fans. So, of course, they only care about Iowa teams, right? The other part of it is that if we're doing well against them, that's not going to make them very happy. Right. Right? But if we're losing, then they're only going to intensify, right? The fan, the fandemonium is only going to intensify. You know, the words are going to get worse and worse and worse. And then they get comical. Then they're like, oh, yeah, go ahead and fumble again for us. We appreciate that. We're going to credit you for the win. You know what I mean? And you're on the other team, right? <laughs> right? They're going to say things that are like, okay, that sucks. So the relationship with 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 fans, um, as an athlete, you kind of go, all right. So we we definitely we definitely need them, right? We we definitely have to have them, and and you have a healthy respect for them. And then there's the other part of like, well, at the same time. Um, we have to accept that there are some fans that are way more nuttier and willing to cross lines that other fans are not willing to do. And that's where it becomes um, a problem, right? That's when, but you, but, you can't, but you can't separate them, right? You can't say, well, because Philadelphia um, booed Santa that, oh, they're definitely the worst fans. Okay. I, Philadelphia fans love being Philadelphia fans. They love that they have that reputation for being passionate and nutty about their team. They're never going to apologize for that. Now, would would throwing batteries packed in ice, you know, be over the top? Yes, of course it is. And as a fan that loves Philadelphia Eagles, they can say, okay, yes, it's not right to do that. Right? We know what's right and wrong in terms of behavior, right? But we're still Philly fans. And if that's as passionate as we get and we do things like that, then it is what it is. It's part of who we are. Right? Yeah. So there's, a, there's an identity attached to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's a very interesting uh, relationship. And there's no other relationship like it. Because, you know, my time in Philly, we were good. We were really good. So when I was around in the city of Philadelphia, it was admiration. It was it was shared positive experiences. It was, hey, that was awesome. And hey, let's, you know, I'd like to get an autograph. And it's really cool that you're here. And let me take care of a beer. And let me buy you this. And let me buy you that. So, you know, it was, it was all positive. You know? So, but had we not been good... Had we not been winning, then then my experience would probably be a little different. Okay. Okay. Right. So it seems like that there's. I'm trying to. I'm trying to understand it for myself. The 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 famous the world famous Philly fans. Yeah. 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 Or certain certain fans of certain teams that like oh these guys are the most loyal fans there are 
or these fans over here, man, they're the worst. They're terrible. Man, they give other teams a hard time. Yes. Is that kind of reputation, number one, is it for real? Is it, is it warranted? Is it unfair to label certain fans, well, they're terrible and they're loyal and they're this, they're that, from your experience? Uh, okay. So I guess, is it, oh, that's a good one. Um, yes, some fans' reputations are warranted. Right. I mean, some fans as a whole have bought into the reputation that we are, we're a tough fan. We're tough. Um, some fans have bought into we're an aggressive fan base. Uh, some fans have bought into we are a polite, cheering, you know, uh, clapping and not getting overly crazy fan base. So, so, no. It is not okay for a fan to throw beer bottles onto the field, right? That's that's not okay. It's not okay to put a battery in a, in a you know in a snowball and throw it because again it could it could hit a player, it could hit another fan. I mean, it, it's dangerous, right? So so no no you you can't excuse that behavior, right? And and it's been my experience that other fans will correct that, right? Other fans will be like, hey, don't, that's not what we do. We don't do things like that. But what's interesting about it is that once it's removed, there's sort of an embrace of like, yeah, we're the ones that booed Santa, right? Yeah, yeah, we're the ones that, uh, you know, back in the day, we used to throw batteries and, well, we wouldn't do it. We don't do it now, but, you know, other people have done it. Gotcha. And that feeds into, yes, we're tough fans, right? Um, the mega fans are the ones that want to come up to you no matter what, right? I'm eating dinner with my family. They they still can't help themselves. And for me as a player, like I could, I could be like, oh, no, go away. But then I also could be like, you know what? I appreciate it. Thank you and sign it. And it depends on... Again, I, I was I was not the star of I'm not Aaron Rodgers. I was never Brett Favre. I was never like uh, Emmett Smith or someone that's that big, right? Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine that you know there's a there's a complicated relationship that they would have with their fans, right? Because at some point you got to go. Okay, well, I would expect fans to leave me alone, and let me eat dinner with my family, versus. Um, no, they, they're fans. They, they, there's no way they're going to let this opportunity pass yeah. because they love you that much, okay. right? They love the team that much. They are such fans that they cannot let an opportunity to shake hands with Donovan McNabb, even if he's at the gym, right? I, I just got to I gotta do it. I mean, it's probably not right. I probably should let him be with his family, but just such a big fan. I just love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's it's you, you can't untangle the negatives from the positives. You just got to kind of accept that it's part of the whole, right? Just like uh, you know, if you take a group of people, you know, eighty percent of them are you know good quality people, and then there's ten percent that are like okay 
and then there's another 10% that are just a mess. They're just not not okay, not good, not cool. Like, you know, that's not not a thing. Don't like the behavior. Don't like anything about them. But they happen to be who you work with. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So so you so you accept them all, but know that there are there are pockets of them that are like, okay, I love that you're a fan, but you're a little you're too extreme. You're out there fighting in bars over games that we as players don't even fight over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we we care about our wins and losses just like you do, but you you care in a whole different way. Right. And and again, I, I it's not about bashing fans, it's not about like, well, we don't want passionate fans because passionate fans is what makes the team go around. Just like passionate players make the team go around. So there there there's a there's a tight relationship with that. Just like every season, every stadium is full game one. <laughs> right? Yeah. Every stadium is full game one because this is our season. We're gonna be there. Week four, terrible teams, empty stadiums. Right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. at the end of the day, we want to, we want our team to win. We want to win. We want to share in the wins. Right? We want we want we want to uh, celebrate. We want to drink. We want to be fan. We want to be excited. We want to be happy. We want to go to the playoffs. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to be number one. We want that. Every fan wants that. Yeah. And then somewhere along the line, the reality hits, and you go, okay, this, this team is probably not as good as we thought they were going to be, but they're still pretty good. Okay, maybe they're not as good as we want them to be, but they're doing decent. And then you reach a point where, like, oh, okay, this team's not going anywhere. This team's not good. This sucks. I hate being a, a Denver fan or whatever whatever fan you are. But it's just a, um, it's a, it's a very interesting one-of-a-kind relationship. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell Autry Show. We're out.